It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Season 3, Episode 16, End of the Year Reflection. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Happy commute. Maybe some of you, like Josh and other people in the country, are already off on summer break. So, right. Uh, hope hope you're enjoying it. I am Mike, principal <laughs> extraordinaire, still with nine days of school left from Lansing, <laughs> Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley. And I, I do I get to do I get to give my new title? Can, can I do it on this episode? Or do I yeah, have to wait? I think definitely this episode. All right. Uh, this is Josh Buckley, an assistant principal, an elementary assistant principal from Mesa, Arizona. And we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we talk about passion, unity, DIY, that punk rock ethos, and bringing it into your school, into your classroom, so that we can give kids the best education possible. Yeah, it's all right if you don't put stickers all over your laptop or your water bottles, as he is, you know, still trying to hold true to that that bomber jacket you cover with patches back in the day. We're all punks here at the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. That's right, right, Mike. And and it's the end. It's the end of the school year. You've got nine days left. I just finished up as we record this. My last contract day <laughs> was yesterday. Uh, my last day with kids was two days ago um, as we ended the school year. Now I've got summer school. I switching to a new role where I am an assistant principal for next year. So it's a different gig. I start before I ever used to as a teacher, right? Uh, But we kind of want to talk about, we just want to kind of reflect, wrap up and discuss the end of the school year. Because Mm -hmm. the next time we do a full length episode, you'll be done. Yeah, you'll you'll be over. That's true. You'll be over. Uh, so, So it's the end, man. It has been a year. Can we say that? It's been a year. It's in... You know, it's interesting. I saw, I'm just going to throw this out there now. I saw something on Instagram yesterday. I, I, when I went back to find it, I couldn't find it. it. It was some hashtag I must have followed about teachers. And it said that we've been dealing with end of the year behaviors the entire school year, right? Yeah. And I, and I started to reflect on that. And I'm like, that's so true. And I was with um, my neighbors last night. They're both educators, um, an assistant principal and a, and a music teacher. And they both were like, yeah, it's, it's true. So it's been without even the, the behaviors we've been experiencing from students and parents, just everything we've had to face still. It's yeah. been a year, man. It has been. It's been a year. And I know like I don't want to spend this episode like going like, oh, it's been a year because I think everybody's, right. everybody's been right. in that mind space. We all agree um, that this has been, uh, this has been a tough year. I think out of all the years of COVID teaching, right. Or COVID education, this one has felt the most sort of like taxing in the building. And I don't, yes. and I don't, and I, it's really hard for me to pinpoint why that is. I think it's this combination of like everybody desperately wanting it to be normal, and but it's not. And everybody's personal, that's that students and the adults on campus, everybody's kind of like trauma and, and personal sort of effect of everything that's happened over the last couple of years has just been right. really difficult for everybody to deal with. Um but we made it, we made it through the year. The year is, the year is wrapping up for folks. People are doing that end of the year thing. We had our yearbook signing party. We, you know, did oh, all nice. of our end field day, all that stuff yeah. to wrap up the school year. Uh, and it's over, 
but I want to, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, what was, what was one of the, um, what are the biggest things that you think you struggled with this year as an administrator, Mike? Like what was one of the things that you struggled with from a, from a personal standpoint? And what's one of the things that you struggled with in your building? Like what was one of the big obstacles for you this year or barriers this year? Well, hands down personally, like the biggest thing was kind of me controlling my, my emotions. And I guess like, and I've talked about this before, I've done some reflections on it, like taking things too personally or getting too, too worked up about making mountains out of molehills, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like then the, that's when a few months ago, like I started doing all those reflections on and blogs on like, you know, I, I'm only responsible for myself and I can't control everybody else's reactions. And that's made the world of difference. So, I mean, I'm glad that I didn't have to go the whole year struggling and taking all these things personally. Like, I'm not gonna lie. There's still things that come up. Oh, There's yeah. something that came up the other day and I blew it way bigger. And my, my admin assistants in the front were like, Oh God, here he goes again, talking about this. But, um, and then in the end, like, it wasn't even that big of a deal because you know what should have happened ended up happening anyway. Yeah. I just, I just was already predicting the outcome in my head. Um, so I think personally, that's the biggest thing was trying to, you know, just taking things too personal. I think in the building, like as a leader, the biggest thing I struggled with was I, I want to say, being there for the staff, you know, um, I was reflecting yesterday, we've got some, we had a first year teacher and, uh, she had, she had a rough group. She had, she well, still does cause we're not done with school. So she still, she had, she had some rough students. Um, and one we've known cause we've had him for a few years. The other one, uh, was newer to us. So we had no idea. And, you know, my myself and my sister principal, we, we both had this conversation. And I kind of told these teachers, you know, I apologize because I think with everything that administrators have had to face this year, from from above them at the district level and from above, you know, coming from the state, um, I felt I wasn't as present and there to help them with some of the things they were struggling with, you know? Yeah. And um you know, that it makes me upset because I don't know if if I had been more involved with some of the classroom management or the things they were dealing with, how different the year would have been. I like to think it would have been better for them. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not leaving. They haven't resigned. Um, and I and I kind of told them, I said, look, I'm, I'm sorry you had a really crappy year and uh, next year won't be like that, you know. And uh, I let them know, too. I'm like, it, earlier in the year, I said, you know, typically we're, we're here more for you. And I apologize that we're not. And um, so I think that was the biggest thing, like, cause yeah. you know, you, if you guys listen to the podcast, you know me, like I'm a people person, like I'm out in the halls, I'm in the classrooms. And I was not throughout the beginning, the middle of the year, I was not as present as I normally would have been. Um, some of it was cause I was being pulled, but some of it too was when I had the opportunities to do that, I was so mentally drained. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I can't go out there. I can't, how am I going to be a benefit for them? So um, I think those are the two things I struggle with the most. 
this year. What about you? Yeah, I think, I think from a, from a personal standpoint, um, for me, I, um, this has been, this has been, you know, a transition year for me, right? Like coming coming out of the classroom, um, leaving my, you know, my, my union leadership position and kind of going into a whole different role. Right. Um, and at a whole different setting going from, you know, secondary educator, uh, to elementary and, and, and learning the transition there. I think personally, my struggle was not realizing, although maybe I, maybe my, my, my profession wasn't feeling is, is, uh, stressful that it, that it was stressful. Right. In a, in a a different way. Right. Um, and my wife and I had a conversation about, about this. And, and for me, like I knew taking on this role as, as a title one specialist was not, it's not the job that I, you know, it's not like, Oh, I, that's going to, that's, I'm super excited to do this. Right. For me, it's, it's a, it was, it's a way, it was a way to learn elementary. It was a way to kind of build an, an, an administration sort of, um, mindset and, and, and kind of learn that role in a different way. But there was just stuff like I was just, there were just things that kind of, it was tough for me this year to not be in the know about everything. Right. right? And so personally I struggled with that and sort of like owning what my new role was. Um, and so I think personally, um, although I didn't feel as stressful, I think there was some I just don't think I was as happy in, you know, that job um, right, right. as I, as I want, as I wanted to be. And so that, that makes it, I think that did a different thing. So for me, like, because of that, I kind of got into a funk. I wasn't running. I wasn't, you know, like doing a lot of the things that were good for me. Right. Right. Um, And so that, that was tough for me personally. I think professionally, I think the biggest thing for me professionally is that I'm a person who wants to be really helpful. I want to solve problems. I want to do those things. And so sometimes that leads me to go like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. I can do that. Right. Or yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out. And then when you say that to too many people, it becomes really hard. It becomes really hard to follow through successfully. Right. It becomes really hard to like go, I have the best answer for you and here it is. Right. And so I found myself a couple of times throughout the year going, yeah, no, I'll totally figure that. I'll do that. I'll work. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, figure that out for you. Right. Yeah. When in reality, I should have a couple times gone, here's where you can go. When right. you find it, let me know. We'll share it with everybody. Right. Um, but instead, because I wanted, because this has been such a tough year, I wanted to be the kind of like hero for a bunch of teachers and find solutions and fix problems and stuff like that. And then there was just stuff that I, I couldn't give enough to, to right. really find the best answer for. And so I struggled that I struggled with that this year um, because I wanted to kind of be like, I got it. I figured it out. I got it for you. I did that. You know what I mean? Cause you want to be super supportive because you know that this year is tough. And because I wanted to, you know, I'm trying, I'm working on building relationships. I'm working on kind of letting people know that they can trust me in this position and letting yeah. people know that I'm there for them. And I, I don't think that I did a, a poor job at that, but I think that there were, there were times when my list of, of things to, to, to solve for people or to fix or get a better understanding of got a little long. Yeah. And it took me I mean, a little, took me a little too long to chip away. You're not, you're not alone. I mean, that's how I felt at the beginning of the year too. It was like, I was trying to take all this on to, to ease the burden of the yeah. staff 
because they're the ones that have got 20 to 30 kids in front of them. Yeah. And, and that was one of the things at the beginning of the year that just broke me down. And, and, you know, I, that's why I had to tell them like, look guys, I, I can't keep, I can't keep putting yeah. all this on my shoulders. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, and that was tough. And I, I think it was also kind of difficult. Like our principal was put on a different campus for four months to go um, mm. cover for a principal who left. And so my, dean, you know, my, the Dean on my campus, the assistant principal on my campus became the interim principal. Right. And then for me, like I still had to do my title one job, but I also had to like right. quickly, like, okay, I have to do all this title one stuff. I have a meeting once a week. I have to go to, I have to take care of this sort of like, you know, paperworky part of title one, then I also have to kind of jump right. into this assistant principal role and, and, do and more, it's all new to you. Yeah. And do more discipline. Right. And, and it is, it's all new. It's right. elementary. And not that kids are kids are kids, right? Like talking to, I, I, I was talking to a, a teacher who um, is moving from our campus. She's a special education teacher. She's moving to a high school campus and she's like, it's going to be, she's like, I'm excited, but I just think it's going to be so different. I'm like, I'm going to let you know right now, kids are kids. Yeah, talking exactly. to talking to an 11th grader or a 12th grader in my class, I have a very similar conversation right. with a third grader. Although right. you might, although I mean, like the level of well, the right. words you use are you different. might change the language up a little right. bit, but, but it's the, still the conversations are, are very, you know, the behaviors are bigger because the actions they can do are a little right. bigger, but it's still, you're still having the same conversation right. with kids. Right. Um, and so like that part wasn't tough for me, but kind of understanding the personalities of elementary teachers versus secondary teachers, the personalities. Oh, of, Cause they are different, man. They're totally they're, different. They're totally um, different. <laughs> understanding the dynamic of it, of a staff of it, of a, of an office staff, because it's something I've never, I was a classroom teacher, right? I never had right. to like, I never had so many people ask me questions, right? And, right. And that need an answer. You know, it's I'm like anytime to... you walk down the halls or for you guys, because you guys, you guys have outdoor kids yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Anytime you walk through the, right. the outside, the, the backyard. Uh, yeah, it's it's, people, it's so everyone's got a question. Right. And it's you know? it's fine. It's just been really different to like I was talking to I was talking to Gabby yesterday and my facility assistant who I love. She's great. She takes care of our, care of our campus fantastically. Uh, she'll I was there in the morning and my principal wasn't there and she's like, Mr. Buckley, what do I do with like, this is coming. What do I do? Like, this is getting dropped off. This is this. I'm like, I don't know why you, I don't, what right. I did. Like, <laughs> I'm so, okay. Let me, I have to make a decision right now about this thing that I don't really know. Uh, let's do this. Right. And yeah. so like, that's the thing that I think that was like a, a weird change for me was, was having a, a not teachers because having been a teacher, I know what kind of, you know, I, I understand the supports that teachers need. I understand the yeah. classroom stuff, but it was like the, it was office staff and secretaries and, and, you know, my facility folks and my cafeteria right. people understand and like having to answer questions about stuff I've never had to think about before. Right. That, that was, that was the, that was the tough part. That was yeah. a, that was a tough part this year. So what's, let's talk, um, some good positives. thing this year. Let's some... talk positive this year. Let's get posy. What what's what's one thing that you're really proud of this year? What's one thing that your staff did or one thing that you did that that you're really positive you were able to accomplish that you got done this year? Yeah, so it was I'd say about a month ago. Um so I've been doing all the self-reflecting and I started getting out in the halls more, getting back, getting back to doing what I was doing, you know. I yeah. was in the halls, I was in the classrooms, I was picking my cards every day of who I'm going to go visit. And uh, 
I started to feel better. I wasn't taking things personally. You know, I was, I was controlling myself and my emotions. And um, it's interesting because I, I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast. Maybe I, I think we did how when I was out and they started state testing and then everything was like went awry, even though I had put everything in place before I left. And then my, my IT director was like, you know, once I came back the very next day, everything went smooth. And the only difference was I was in the building in the hallway and he's like, your presence just call, you know? Yeah. And I said, well, that's, that's not okay because it should be fine when I'm not here. So that kind of happened. And then from me being more, more in the halls and all that being in the classrooms, I started to notice the culture shift in more positive again, like where it used to be. And there was a day, right. My, we had our high school helper or we had a, the, the high school future teachers um, club came over, okay. was, was teaching lessons in, in um, our fourth grade classrooms. Our superintendent happened to come over to, he didn't even come, he didn't come to check that out, but he's like, oh, well, perfect. You know, I knew you said they were coming. So he was over there. I had left my mobile desk in the middle of the hallway, like the middle of an intersection, right? Yeah. I've been leaving my desk around the campus for years no one's ever touched anything or messed with it right and so i left it i was in, taking pictures of the high school teachers and um i come out and my desk is gone right and i'm, I'm looking all around and a teacher walks by and she goes oh there was a poster right here i don't know where it went though so then another teacher's like oh are you looking for your desk i'm like yeah and then this teacher, the teacher I was talking to was like, well, there was a poster here. And the teacher who came out of room, she goes, oh, I saw that. I just threw it away on the ground. You know, I, I thought it was garbage. So we get it out and it says, if you want your desk back, you have to sing on the intercom. <laughs> so a couple of people were like, oh, you know, the, the superintendent's here. What are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to go sing. I want my desk. It's got my water. I want to get work to yeah. do. Um, so I got on and I sang and I just did kind of like elf when they ask when they ask will ferrell to sing and he's like yeah. i'm singing and so i just made up a song like how oh, i want my desk back um people were cracking up superintendent thought it was hilarious desk showed back up you know yeah um and all day people were like t everyone had a smile they were coming up to me saying you know how funny it was and that was great and ever since that day I've noticed like just, you know, you just can feel yeah. positive energy. Yeah. Like there's been this positive energy in, in the classroom, in the, in the school. And I had a conversation with the superintendent about a week or two later. And he was like, you know, he said that um, he's like, it feels like the culture of the old is, is returning back to your camp, like back to the building. Yeah. He's like, and, you know, that's awesome. And I said, yeah, and I feel it too. And my sister principal, she said, she's, she's felt it. And so I think that's what I'm, that was one of the things I was worried about all year. Like, yeah. can, can we get back to where we are? Cause it's so, it's so easy to tear a culture down. Right. Right. It takes so much work to build it up. And, you know, we've, um, I feel like we're all at a very good spot. And of course now the year's ending, but I'm yeah. like, you know what? I was upset about that. But I'm like, let's end on a positive note. Right. Come back on a positive note. And it's in here's the thing, too. I haven't gotten one resignation letter. No one has come and asked me to write them a letter of recommendation. So the fact that 
people still aren't leaving. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that means something. And so I think that's what I'm most positive that we, as a, as a team, our staff were able to everything we've been through these last few years, all the ups and downs and the yeah. emotions, like we were able to get back to, to where we were and create this environment where, and I've had parents calling and just thanking me and you know, how, how through my leadership. And I hate when, I hate when they put it on me, like, I don't want to take all the credit because it's not me. It's, right. it's all of us, you know, right. but yeah. um, get back to where we were to, to where we should have been all along. So I think that's what I'm most proud of. Yeah. I, I think for me, I had a really, I had a, this was sort of like a, a delayed moment that kind of, you know, kind of made me kind of made me feel good. I had a, I had a, you know, I applied for a couple of jobs this year at the district level uh, in human resources and was a finalist for one was not a finalist for the other. That kind of stung a little bit, right. That's never, it never feels good when you go for a job and, and, and you don't get it. Right. But um, so if, you know, it, you're always kind of questioning a couple things and, you know, am I making the right decisions? Am I doing the right moves and stuff like that? And, you know, um, I, one of our HR guys came through to talk to my principal early on in the school year, right? Um, came out because we had duty in the morning. He came out and watched us do duty and was there hanging out so that he could meet with our, meet with my principal right afterwards. And my goal, because I do parent drop off, is to be able to say good morning to every kid that I can. Yeah. Open doors, say hi to parents. And know every kid who comes out of a car, be able to say their name, right? Because that's important right. to me because I want them to know, like, I know who you are. I'm not in your right. classroom, but I see you. I know you. Right. Um, so if you need anything, you know that Mr. Buckley knows, you know, like you could go like Mr. Buckley knows my name, right? And so I tried really hard to learn names early on and quickly and, and call kids out when they got out of the car and go like, what's up? Good morning, Elias, right? As kids are coming on. Um, and so literally uh, a couple weeks last week, two weeks ago, um, was when I went to the board to be approved for my, um, for my assistant principalship for next year. And the human resource director came out we were leaving and he was leaving, uh, after the board meeting and he was like, Hey, congratulations. I'm like, Oh, thank you. And you were talking a little bit. He's like, I want to let you know, like I was, I came to see you guys on campus and you knew every kid who got out of a car. He's like, that he's like, I went back and I told people in my office, I went back and I told, you know, he's like, I, he's like, I went back and I told Justin, who's our, uh, our associate superintendent of, um, human resources, the guy in charge of all human resources. I was like, you'll never, he's like, Josh knew every kid who came out of a car. He said, and that, uh, that made me feel really good. Right. That someone who'd never been on our campus before, um, uh, saw that. And that yeah. was, that was an impressive piece for them. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's my job. I feel like that's my job is to, to know kids right. and talk to kids and stuff. So that felt really good. I think that was the toughest. I think that was the thing I worked the hardest on this year was knowing my, my colleagues on campus and knowing the kids on my campus and, and trying really hard to say hello and talk to as many people as possible. And so I'm really, right. I'm really proud of um, having come, come to a campus brand new this year. And, and, and I think, really building those relationships. I think as a staff, one of the things I'm really proud of that we were able to do as, as educators on our campus across the board is um, just, we had so many things changed this year, 
not only did we have COVID, but we had a new testing yeah. system come through. We had new curriculum that we're onboarding. We're getting all brand new furniture next year. So we're getting a flexible seating refresh. So the end of this year has just been like, here's this change. Here's this thing we're adding. Here's this thing we need to wrap up. And so as a campus, I feel really, I feel really good that we were able to kind of get all those things done. So at the yeah. end of the day on Friday, teachers had furniture out of their rooms. They had all of their curriculum, you know, dumped in the bins that are going to go back to right. district. We did all of these things. And, and the best part was, is that we did it as a collective group, right? Kids were helping like fifth grade students were going down and helping That's first, cool. first grade classrooms move stuff. And, you know, I had one fourth grade teacher, his boys, uh, his, cause he has an all boys classroom. They were all over campus, just running all over campus. Um, like moving stuff and helping teachers. And like, it was like this, just this, if you ever seen like, uh, it was like a swarm of kids just moving from one place to another, but just helping. And yeah. I think that was one of the things that made me feel really good is as a, as an entire campus, we had a lot of stuff to get done in the last two weeks of school and everybody came together to do that collectively. Right. That's like, cool. Kids were helping kids. We had, um, you know, just, everybody helping everybody out to get stuff done. You know, yesterday we had a teacher where and rooms are getting painted. So not only do teachers have to like pack up their furniture to get out because they're getting brand new furniture, but rooms are getting painted. So everything had to come out of cubbies. Right. Everything had to come and get placed in the center of the room. Um, and one of our band teachers needed, our orchestra teacher needed some help. We came over the, this is literally Friday, right? Kids are gone. There's some staff there over the intercom if anybody can come help uh you know in the orchestra room get stuff taken down and just to see a group of teachers all just go over there and help right help her kind of move stuff and take stuff off the walls and get through stuff really quick that's what makes me feel good is it, it made me feel good like as a collective people felt really um comfortable helping each other and and using each not using but like relying on each other oh, at, yeah. the, at the end of the year to get stuff done so that, that comes back to that unity we always talk yeah about, yeah man, and it know? felt it felt really good to have that unity at, at the end of the school year um so that's a, that's a positive thing man so i yeah, got for sure so let's let's wrap up our let's wrap up our conversation mike um we are going to do our summer conversation series where we're going to ask a question of everyone we interview over the summer, you and I are going to discuss that question yeah. first to kick it all off. So I don't want to a couple, couple weeks. Yeah. I don't want to get into that too much because I'm afraid if I ask another question, we're just going to get there, right. That we're just going to meander in our conversation to there. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold us to wrapping up the episode before we answer the question that I think is the next logical question for us to answer. Um, but I'm going to give a preview. So what we're going to do when we do, our summer conversation series, our question for summer conversation series for each other and for everybody we talk to this summer is what's one thing that you want to change or do differently about yourself to make you be an ed better educator. Last yeah. year, we asked everybody, what would you change about education to make it better for kids? Well, this year we want to ask, what do you want to change or do differently your, about yourself as an educator um, to help kids? So that's yeah. going to be the big question. I think that's going to be a good yeah, I'm one. I'm excited for this one. Um, you and I will talk about it together and then we'll start interviewing a ton of people over the summer doing our little interview vignettes. Uh, I'm super stoked about that, but it's time for the end of the show and it wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Mike, if we didn't talk about 
what we've been listening to, sir. So what have you been listening to? I don't know if you're gonna have the same answer. I might. You probably will. Um, but be well put out their new EP yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I told, I, you know, I told you uh, through our boxer, you know, it's growing on me. Um, but that's what I've been listening to. It's, it's, you know, it's be well. How are you not going to listen to it? It just came out. I know. It's great. Right? I, I listened to it three times in a row that morning. I got to campus yeah. myself. Kids weren't there. I had my headphone. I had one headphone in as I was like cleaning my office and doing some stuff in my room before I'm wrapping stuff up. I listened to it literally three times through yeah. while, I, while I was doing all that stuff. Super good. 18, it's 18 minutes. Yeah. You know? Another one. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to throw one more out there. Folks want to check it out. It's by a band called mutually assured destruction. Here's the best way I can pitch this band to you, Michael. Imagine if early stone temple pilots. Okay. Right? So think core stone yeah. temple pilots uh, was a hardcore band. So okay. <laughs> dude sounds like uh Stone Temple Pilots, which is uh, Scott Weiland, sounds yeah, like early yeah. Scott Weiland, but it's a little like metal tinged hardcore. All right, I'll check yeah. it out. So uh it's it's a it's a fun, fun like little thing. I it's hard like it sounds weird, but I I dig it. So that's really good. But that Be Well album. I'm at, you know what he, they're coming on tour with yeah. Found glory. I know I'm, I'm half thinking of going just to I'm, see them. I'm tempted to just see them and then yeah. not stay the whole time. Cause I'm like, I don't want to stay the whole time. Cause right. it's in a big venue. I don't really want to go to a show in a big venue. Um, but it is what it is. All right, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. You can find all of the episodes uh, on your favorite podcast app, or you can go check it out on the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can find the merch table there. You can support the show, uh, buy a sticker, a magnet, a coffee mug, a bag, a tote, a shirt, whatever it is, uh, support the show, help us keep the podcast lights on. All that stuff is there at the merch table. Uh, you can follow us on the social medias, uh, the show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Punk Classrooms. And Mike and I have the same handles on both of those. You can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw. And you can find me at Josh R. Buckley on both of those. Follow us. Check us out. Get ready to join in as we ask that summer conversation series. And That's you can hang, be a good out, one. hang out with us all summer. Uh, and we'll see you at, at the, the show. show. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.